weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. You are with the Jet Set Breakfast, and uh, we put that question out earlier about where in the world, where in the country we were talking about, and we will be going there later on in the morning. But uh, we're going to give you a snippet of uh, where we are. Um, we're going to have to do it uh, slowly. And when we come back from this interview, our next interview, we're going to go to that destination. We're going to give you a clue. Some of you have already managed to figure it out. Some of you are sort of veering in the right direction, but then maybe taking the wrong national road <laughs> in the wrong direction. So we'll give you the clue as to where we're going after our next interview. And our next interview is all about the Bone Marrow Registry and uh, their relationship with something called NetCells, which is the largest and longest established private cord blood bank in Africa. What's cord blood? Well, Shelley Breeden is the managing director of NetCells. Shelley, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me on air. Shelley, what is cord blood? Okay, so cord blood is the um, the blood that is collected from the umbilical cord um, at the birth of your baby. And that blood is filled with something, um, it's called blood forming or hematopoietic stem cells. And those stem cells can be used um, as an alternative source of stem cells for a bone marrow or stem cell transplant. So why is bone marrow transplants and stem cell transplants uh, critical? So um, bone marrow transplants are needed for um, for curing um, blood-related diseases. So if you needed a bone marrow transplant, so that could be after having, um, you know, you've had leukemia, you've had, um, uh, uh, you've had, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to think of the, of the words, um, you've had chemo, you've had radiation, and your immune system has been eradicated, or yeah. you've got your, um, your blood, your blood cells are damaged by disease. Um, you need to have a transplant in order to in order to reestablish your bone marrow or reestablish your immune system, and in situations like that, you would need to have a bone marrow or a stem cell transplant. And so, um, you know, what what we do is we store those stem cells um, for a future potential um, use um, in a life saving transplant. So we like to learn as much as we can from the show, and I think that perhaps uh, what we need is some clarity between bone marrow and stem cells absolutely so um bone marrow is uh is is what what is sitting in uh, sitting in our bones and it helps to make the um the cells in our body that we need all the blood cells in our body so there's there's actually um there's two ways in order to you know in, in order to reconstitute bone marrow so what you could do, which um, which was done a lot more in the past than it is now, is if somebody was sick and needed more bone marrow, you would actually give, you would donate your bone marrow. Uh, now what uh, what you can do is you can donate stem cells, which are the, essentially the building blocks um, of of all the cells in your body. So the blood forming stem cells uh, can be used in order to reconstitute um, the blood system in your body, just like bone marrow would do. So there's two ways that you can, you know, rebuild your blood system or rebuild your immune system, and that is either through stem cells, so the blood-forming stem cells, or bone marrow. So my, I hope that my, Yeah, that does. <laughs> so my father passed away from leukemia, and okay. um, uh, it was a while back. So yeah. he would have... Um, perhaps had more of a chance if he'd been able to match up 
with um, a donor who had bone marrow or ste- bone marrow stem cells. What are those chances? I mean, the matching must be massive, or like one in millions, or one in thousands, or what would that matching be? So, so it's it's um, absolutely so. So, when it comes to something like leukemia, the way that they um, their first the first line of treatment is to do chemotherapy in order to mm, eradicate right. all the diseased cells. Then sometimes what will happen is you know after you've eradicated all those cells, the the patient doesn't have any healthy cells left in order to rebuild their immune system, which is then why you look at having the the stem cell transplant. But now in order to find a match, it, I mean, you're exactly right. It is very, very difficult. So um, if, if you look at the stats from South African bone marrow, uh, we've only got around 74,000 local donors in South Africa. So it, it is extremely, it, it's extremely small. Um, around the world, so with the World Marrow Donor Association and international registries, you're looking at about 36 million donors that are available. So, I mean, that is a lot more. The, the issue is that um, Can't be easy to in donate. South Africa, no, it's not. And especially in South Africa, we are, our demographics are very unique compared to the rest of the world. And we are, our demographics are very underrepresented on donor registries. So unless you, um, you know, if you are of um, European descent, a Caucasian of European descent, um, which are the best uh, represented, it's the best represented ethnicity in uh, on the international registries, um, you're looking at about a one in 100,000 chance of finding a match. And considering that majority of the the people that, um, you know, sign up to be a donor are of that descent, it shows how, how difficult it is to find a match. Then if you're looking at other ethnicities in South Africa, um, the chances of finding a match are even lower than that, much, much lower. And then if you are looking at um, having a mixed ethnic descent, um, you know, then it's, it's, it's even less likely to find a match. So it is really, really, really tricky. So how do people donate? I mean, it's blood donation is one thing where you just go have your cup of tea and a biscuit and they draw out uh, those liters of blood. But how do you donate bone marrow? So there's, um, in terms of donating, um, donating bone marrow or donating stem cells, what you need to do is you'll go onto the South African Bone Marrow Registry website yeah. And, uh, you know, there's, there's information there about how to become a donor. And literally, literally you, you sign up to become a donor. You'll have to have blood tests done. Um, there's eligibility criteria in order to be able to, to donate, um, you know, in terms of age and, um, you know, your, your health. Um, and then once your information has gone onto the registry, then you wait to see, you know, if you're called up um, to be and, and found to be a match to someone. So... You know what? What and obviously, as as we said, um, you know it's 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 a process that you have to go through, um, in order in order to donate. Um, if, if you were to donate peripheral, um, you know, it, donate your blood and the and the stem cells found in your blood, you know, it's 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 a long process mm. and um, it's something that you need to think about very carefully in terms of if you if you want to do it because if you put your information out there and somebody is a match, obviously you want to be able to help them. Sure. Um, and it's, so, yeah. I mean, would you would you then have to go into hospital in order to have 
uh, that, that stem cell or bone marrow withdrawn from yes. your body. Yeah. So, so it um, is a mission. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have to have some, you, you need to take medication um, beforehand. And, you know, it's, it is it is a day, you know, procedure in which they take the blood and the blood out, uh, you know, from, you know, just from your veins as if mm. you were having a blood draw, but it's obviously quite, quite a big um, quantity. So, you know, the reason that we've partnered with South African bone marrow from an umbilical cord blood perspective mm. is that um, it's a much less invasive way of of donating because it's painless for the mom, it's painless for the baby. Uh, you just have to collect the blood out of the umbilical cord and, you know, then, then it's done and it's stored and you don't so- then have to go through the process of, um, you know, the donor having to... Um, having to go into um, into theatre, well, not you won't go into theatre, but having to go into hospital and you know and have that whole process done. So I'm, I'm go- we don't have time to really go into this. I'll put this message out to our listeners. So I know in Zulu you say Nivela Natal, which means I come from where my umbilical cord is buried. Now the problem is, is that then what happens when there is a cultural thing like this? My umbilical cord needs to be buried for, for a variety of reasons. It may be in relation to my ancestors, etc. And yet what we're asking for is something which goes against that need. And, and I would put that to our listeners to respond and answer to that. Shelley, I'm not going to ask you to, to respond to that, but maybe our listeners um, could come back on that one as well. Shelley Breeden, who is the MD of Net Cells, they have joined hands with the South African Bone Marrow Registry. And uh, perhaps someone could uh, give us some insights on what that really, really means. I promise to give you the clue as we travel around the country. Yep, we want you to travel. So where is this place? In the Northern Cape, we do have the most beautiful sky and starlight every night. In the Northern Cape, we have the most beautiful sky and starlight. Tell us where it is. A couple of you have already got it right. um, And a couple of you are maybe moving a little bit further down the line. Nevertheless, it's eight o'clock. It's time for the news. Good morning.